Greetings, Mind Crafters, and welcome to another Mind Craft discussion. My name is Kimberly Quinn, and I am your hostess with the most to say with little Giovanni's right here. I have to tell you, he's got his little pig toy he got for his birthday. It's like his little girlfriend. He just like carries her around everywhere. So he's green with little po- pink and purple polka dots. So if you hear a snort noise, it's because he's right next to me, and he hasn't squeezed a little noisemaker out of her just yet. And he looks pretty happy with her. So anyway, today, what we're going to do, it's, I, it's interesting how, I got, you know, the universe works. I, I want to give a, a shout out to Sarah Bonbrednik. And you know how much I love her book, Simple Abundance. But it's interesting because just yesterday I was up in the woods uh, doing a video uh, podcast about trusting, trusting the timing. Trust the timing. And... I, I talked about, you know, I'm currently working on a passion project. I actually have a couple of them going on and it's, and it's summer right now. So even though I'm, I've still got, I'm, I'm still working and doing all kinds of other things too. I've got some time to do the passion projects and they have their own little deadlines. And I found myself being hurried and, and I had to take a step back from that. And it's all good stuff. You know, it, it really kind of self-imposed deadlines actually. And I found myself being hurried and you know, even up until probably about two or three years ago, I would have not been as cognizant of that or, or, or maybe cognizant of the feeling, but not as cognizant of I could control it, you know, until really fairly recently. And those of you who have listened to, you know, to my podcasts and YouTube channel for a while know that I'm a card carrying member of the Fast Mind Club. So that impulsive thing and that it's like a rush for me, right? So I'm like, is it that? So I was really kind of happy with myself when I started to feel this this hurried feeling with this thing that's exciting. It's not like there's a looming doom consequence if I didn't finish the deliverable by X date. Um, it's all just good stuff. And I was like, no, step, st- hold that back up, you know, just take breathe. And to really trust that it's all meant to unfold how it's meant to unfold, you know, in its own time. And... And typically when we drop that rope, and I'm not saying be a slacker and sit on the couch and eat a sandwich, no. We talked about that in the last episode, too. I don't want to be too repetitive. But, um, you know, to, to keep moving forward, doing what you're doing, and then realize that timing is 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 huge. I mean, think of all the times in your lives when you're like, wow, you know, like that just, you know, that was, you know, I don't personally believe in coincidences, right? This is, wow, the timing of that was perfect. Of course it was. I mean, that's how it works. So. So today I wanted to um, kind of continue that with a psalm for life. And Sarah von Brednick, author, author of Simple Abundance, starts out with a quote by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, one of the one, one of the late greats, right? And Henry says, "Let us then be up and doing, with a heart for any fate, still achieving, still pursuing. Learn to labor and to wait." You know, this also, it's interesting because I'm, I'm headed out with my with my uh, college roommate to go to a reunion in just a few hours. And she was an English major. And so and I was science, like kind of the, if there is such a thing as not opposites, but just very different. Um, but I, and I also, I love reading the classics too, but I got a lot of inside um, scoops and insight from her just all the, along the way because she loved English so much. So Sometimes we just have these conversations in the car, headed to the mountains or wherever. And, you know, she would just come out with something. So I have a little bit more knowledge than I would 
if I weren't besties with an English major. And so, and this has me thinking of, and she loved the classics, loves currently the classics. And it's, I'm probably going to get, uh, she also likes to quote things. And I'm a big fan of quotes too. So I'm just kind of wild because um, I'm thinking of her at this minute because of this, this love of English she has. And I'm, I also was thinking that uh, there's a reason these poets and authors are, are still so present in our lives today. I mean, the classics are a classic classics for a reason. They touch people in real life. They touch people. And uh, Sarah says here in four lines is the F essence of mystical moxie, the secret to achieving what you want out of your life. Written more than a hundred years ago, this wisdom is as relevant today as it as when it was penned. I mean, absolutely true. This this psalm to life is one of my favorite poetry meditations, especially when I'm discouraged because I'm not seeing results as quickly as I'd like to. So that's exactly what I was talking about yesterday. And uh, this book, Essentialism, I've told you about, not the current one, Sarah Bond Brednecks, but Greg McCallan's Essentialism, um, you know, kind of touches on that too. And, and so James Clear is another one, just throwing some at you with atomic habits, so often people give up, you know, when they're inches from results happening because they're not seeing them fast enough. So of course you can't see around the corner from that. And so we give up because we are not trusting the timing. And then there was another one. I mean, the universe has just been speaking to me all over the place. And Jake, my, my good friend from my uh, mastermind group was just talking about this the other day too. And, and, and uh, Abraham Hicks is another one talking about the, the, uh, the farmer who plants, plants her corn. You know, she doesn't, you know, you know, the corn's going to grow. You don't, you know, once you plant it, you know, two weeks goes by, you don't, you know, go out in your little tractor and roll over the dirt to make sure the sprouts are doing their thing. I mean, trusting in the timing is huge and not giving up before, you know, seeing the results. And so, um, she says, I, I know that if you mull over a Longfellow's advice, you'll, you'll receive an emotional and spiritual boost today. I'll tell you, I already have. And again, it's wild because the universe works like this for all of us. Um, I'm feeling very tapped in, tuned in, turned on, as Abraham Hicks would say. I'm, I feel very much aligned, which is also a word that... Uh, my mastermind friends also use, I feel very much in alignment. And the thing about alignment too, is it's always there. And I like, I think Abraham Hicks said it, um, I was in the Jeep going someplace. Like if I, when I feel out of alignment, I'm just really aware of it. And the good thing to know, because I don't want to feel alignment pressure, right? <laughs> Got to be in, in alignment all the time. That's probably not going to happen because we also need the contrast, which is still technically alignment, I guess, because it's meant to be. But it's just good to know that we can always have it back. You know, if we slide off track a little bit, all we got to really do is, you know, get, get a quiet mind, ask for it, ask to be realigned, and it happens rather quickly. It's, it's always there. That, I found that to be very comforting when, when she said that. So then Sarah goes on to say, let us then be up and doing. So this whole part is about dreams are not enough. And I'm a big sky person. I'm absolutely a big sky person. Um, but, but they, they must be backed, as Sarah says, they must be backed up with effort. Success is as simple and as profound as that. Always remember that striving and struggle precede success. Even in the dictionary. I haven't looked it up lately, but I don't doubt that that's true. And she says we must be doing something about 
about bringing our dreams into the world every day, even if we only have 15 minutes out of 24 hours to concentrate on our calling. Oh my gosh, it, she's preaching to the choir, as they say, because I forget who came up with that. It's somebody I'm not, I don't usually listen to, but I, tr- I was trying somebody new, and um, she was talking about the uh, the win list. And I, then I talked about it later as a victory list. I like the word better. Um, win is shorter, though, I guess. But this, so, it's, so that is uh, to do something every day, like Sarah says, every day. Not it, So the win list does not have laundry on it, dishes, call this one, answer the email. No, that's a to-do list. That's a boring, tedious, every day. I'm not saying it's not, it's not necessary, but it's, it's dull. The win list is different. The win list should have three things on it that are that are directly related to your next move as far as what your calling is. And if you're, you're in it, you're doing your next move now. So for me, let, let's say, um, you know, making one YouTube or let's say I've done a few already and let's say, you know, a thumbnail, um, listen to something new, read something new and have it right there. But all, all three of those things to be about my calling, my authentic purpose and not about, household tasks or email sending. Again, those are necessary mate, to a degree, right? But they're not on this list. They're on their own list. So it's very, very important. And also just like any other goal setting or to-do list, make them doable. If you got a crazy busy day, it might be something as just make that phone call. Maybe you're trying to do a startup and somebody gave you a name and just call them, you know, and, and, and get, get it going. Uh, they sent they sent you some sort of reading material, so maybe it's a maybe it's lengthy. So read one page, but make a list that you have completed by the end of the day. Okay, and then so Sarah says the same same thing. She says, "Is there a phone call you can make? A letter you can send? Uh, one page that you can write?" Oh, that was me because I've written the books. We've talked about it. I used to think, "Oh, I'm gonna have Saturday." Okay, no, you're not. You know, it just doesn't work <laughs> that way. I mean, you might you might get a Saturday and have the whole day, but I know I wrote my first book when I had. Um, all five, I think I had all five of our kids and they were in, they were little. And so you grab the time when they were napping, you grab the time really in the morning before the house was awake, that sort of thing. She says a mailing list you can get yourself on five pages of a book you can read and an organization in your dream field that you can volunteer your way into. You'll be amazed at the power of 15 focused minutes. Well said, Sarah Bombrednik. You know, as, as you know, I've been reading Greg McGowan's book, Essentialism, which is, I think, a predecessor to Effortless, which is my next one. I did dip into that a little bit, but also the Essentialist, which I am an Essentialist. I'm a, I got my white belt with a with a blue stripe or maybe almost two at this point, but I'm definitely a grasshopper on this journey, uh, but there, I'm all about it. And the Essentialists are, are definitely into celebrating the, the small successes and they appreciate they're grateful for the breadcrumbs. And so I, I, I'm, I've been really in that right now with the passion project I'm working on. Well, two of them, you know, if, if you write, if you write a half a chapter, if you write a chapter, if you write a page, even celebrate that, just celebrate it and feel the feel so grateful for having, you know, even 15 minutes to come up for, for an idea for the next chapter. Jot it down. It's a title. It's a, or even if it's not a full-blown title, it's you're feeling it. You got that that authentic impulse, meaning not not bad reckless spending impulse, but like an, an authentic, you know, creative impulse, and then write it down. It's just so so important. 15 minutes can be pivotal, really, 
in, in whatever you know project you're doing. If you stop and just stop and be fully mindful and let it all in, be receptive. And so receptive mode, I am in receptive mode. Uh, I try to I try to reside there actually as much as possible. Okay, so Sarah goes on with uh, the the quote from from Henry Henry's Henry's poem there, with a heart for any fate. Opening our hearts to the possibility of failing is easier said than done. That's why we have to surrender expectations, delivery details, and the world's reception to spirit. Become open to divine fine tuning or finishing touches. Birthing a dream is a collaborative effort. Wow, wait, I just I, I got I'm like at this chill down the back mode right now because I kind of just um doing this podcast was pretty impulsive, authentically impulsive actually, because I'm getting ready to leave with my with my bestie from college, like I said, and I just I was feeling like I wanted, you know, I, I uh, do podcasts most days. So sometimes if I do three and I'm feeling it, then I just kind of go with that. I don't have to do them necessarily every day, but it's most days. And this one just came to me from, from like the clouds parted. And this is exactly where I am right now in my life is, you know, really revisiting this, this, that four uh, line lines of a poem is where I am absolutely immersed in right now. Um, the dream thing and the, and the making it a reality is a collaborative effort. So, you know, being open to divine, however you call that, source with a capital S, or uh, the universe, creator of all things. For me, it's God, but whatever, however you want to name it, all that creativity is coming from someplace, right? To be open to it, being be in receptive mode, and be open to it and how it's meant to be delivered. And I struggle with that because first I want everything yesterday because of my, my uh, fast mind, fast processing speed. And we often get locked into outcome, how we want something to look. And I tell you, after writing the three books, they turned out much different than when I was writing the initial pages. I mean, the basic themes were the same, but, you know, it's like a branch of a tree. Go off on this branch, and then that eliminates the rest of the branches of the tree, right? Because you went to the right or the left or straight or whatever. And that now all the other little branches off your main branch are what your choices are. So that's what happens the branch that's way on the other side of the tree, you didn't go that way. So now you, this is what you're choosing from. And then you've got those leaves and those, you know, whatever, you know, fruits and or flowers, whatever to choose from. And it's amazing when you just open yourself up to that and trust in the process where it, where it goes. Um, and so the next one is the quote from his uh, poem, which says, still achieving, still pursuing. As long as you're actively pursuing your dream with a practical plan, you're still achieving. Even if it feels as though you are going nowhere fast. And I'll tell you, again, because of my fast processing speed, I'm in that right now, too, because it is moving along. They are definitely moving along. And if I have, like, a slow morning where it just doesn't feel like I'm getting enough done, you know, on that website or on that book, it's like, I feel like I'm going backwards or something, but there's still, these are still small wins. Again, it's, we just have to be open to what put up, put all the, you know, move forward as much as possible. And that's sort of being accepting and grateful for the breadcrumbs. So then uh, she says, it's been my experience at the very moment I feel like giving up. I'm only one step from breakthrough. Hang on long enough and circumstances will change too. trust in yourself your dream and spirit. Okay. And here again, here's the last line broken down beautifully. 
in quotes, right? Learn to labor and to wait. And this for me, anybody who knows, really knows me well, and I know my listeners have been with me, some of you for, as I can see all the stats, right? Some of you for uh, three years now. So thank you. Thank you very much for that. And you've gotten to know me too, of quirks and all. And so um, patience, I, the good Lord put a lot of gifts in my gift bag. No, no doubt. Lots of good stuff in there. One of those things that's not there is patience. And so I'm a work in progress. So anyone who knows me well, or even partly well, will chuckle a bit when I'm sort of, you know, suggesting that you have patience and wait. And I've gotten more patient as I've gotten more, as I become more seasoned, but uh, definitely still a long way to go. So learn to labor and to wait. And Sarah says, this is the most difficult of Longfellow's suggestions. Most of the time we wait much longer for a dream to manifest itself in our lives than we ever imagined we would have, have, let's just say this over. Most of the time we wait much longer for a dream to manifest itself in our lives than we ever imagined we would have to at its conception. Yeah, because it's just, it's all in the universe's time. And that's, I definitely wrestle with that. Like I said, you know, daily, because of course I want it to be on my own time. And obviously it's, it's best when, you know, the, you know, the, the uh, creator of all things is really in charge, obviously. So uh, that's because our concept, I love this. That's because our concept of time and spirits are not the same. We were just talking about this, right? Yeah, yes, yesterday, or maybe a couple days, a couple few days ago. Chronos and Kairos, the Greek words for time, and what? Yeah, you know, one one is about you know chronological Chronos, right? You know the calendar time like that, and Kairos is about the quality, and uh, you know it's it's different. It's a different timeline. So anyway, be extra kind to yourself while waiting, making it as pleasurable as possible. Remember, the longer it takes for a dream to make itself manifest, the more comfortable you'll feel owning your talent. Oh, man, I needed to hear that today. So I'm just going to thank all of you for listening. And uh, this is you know, such a passion project for me doing this, and I'm, I'm grateful for all of you. So this is Kimberly Quinn signing off from a beautiful, scorchy day in northern Vermont. Have a mindful day. Okay, and here, again, here's the last line broken down beautifully in quotes, right? Learn to labor and to wait. And this for me, anybody who knows, really knows me well, and I know my listeners have been with me, some of you for, as I can see all the stats, right? Some of you for uh, three years now, so thank you. Thank you very much for that. And you've gotten to know me too, of quirks and all. And so, um patience I the good Lord put a lot of gifts in my gift bag no no doubt lots of good stuff in there one of those things that's not there is patience and so I'm a work in progress so anyone who knows me well or even partly well will chuckle a bit when I'm sort of you know suggesting that you have patience and wait and I've gotten more patient as I've gotten more as I become more seasoned but uh, definitely still a long way to go. So learn to labor and to wait. And Sarah says, this is the most difficult of Longfellow's suggestions. Most of the time we wait much longer for a dream to manifest itself in our lives than we ever imagined we would have, have let's just say this over. Most of the time we wait much longer for a dream to manifest itself in our lives than we ever imagined we would have to at its conception. Yeah. 
because it's just, it's all in the universe's time. And that's, I definitely wrestle with that. Like I said, you know, daily, because of course I want it to be on my own time. And obviously it's, it's best when, you know, the, you know, the, the uh, creator of all things is really in charge, obviously. So, uh, that's because our concept, I love this. That's because our concept of time and spirits are not the same. We were just talking about this, right? Yes, yesterday, or maybe a couple days, a couple few days ago. Chronos and Kairos, the Greek words for time, and what, yeah, one is, one is about you know chronological Chronos, right? You know the calendar time like that, and Kairos is about the quality, and uh, you know it's it's different. It's a different timeline. So anyway, be extra kind to yourself while waiting making it as pleasurable as possible. Remember, the longer it takes for a dream to make itself manifest, the more comfortable you'll feel owning your talent. Oh man, I needed to hear that today. So I'm just going to thank all of you for listening and uh, this is, you know, such a passion project for me doing this and I'm I'm grateful for all of you. So this is Kimberly Quinn signing off from a beautiful scorchy day in northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.